good to see you. Glad you're here. Isn't that exciting to know that we can come just as we are? Just as we are, we can come into God's house and we can sing His praise. We can, we can give the one who saved us, who gave us everything. He gave us His life. He gave us His all. Isn't it awesome that we can, we can give back in our worship, we can give back in our singing and in our praising? We serve a good God. I want you to hear that before we ever begin this morning. I want you to hear we serve a, a gracious God, a long-suffering God, a God who does not reward us as we deserve. He rewards us far beyond anything we deserve. He is, he is so good. I don't, I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know where you are. I don't know how your, how your uh, life is going right now. I don't know what you left this past Friday at work, I don't, I don't know what school is like. Many of you are getting out of school. I don't know. But I pray that this morning you'll allow the Spirit of God to just sort of come in and, and speak. Yes, hear me, hear the words, but allow the, the Spirit of God to sort of comb through, sort of, sort of move and, and, and check us out. This morning I want to... I don't ask you a simple question. I ask it all the time. How is your walk? Go with me over to Galatians. 20 weeks ago, it was 20 weeks ago, the beginning of the year, I preached uh, actually for a season. I was about three weeks there. We talked about consistency. And here we are, kind of, kind of mid-year, not, not really mid-year, but, but almost mid-year, sort of a, sort of a check-out, sort of a, a check-up on how are we doing, how are you doing in your spiritual walk and in your spiritual journey. When you hear those words, what comes to mind? I mean, think about it. When, when you're asked the question, and, and we're not answering it, we're not being asked to write it down on a piece of paper and pass it to the middle aisle and we're going to read them up in front of everybody else. No, it's just between you and the Lord. How are you doing? How are you doing in your spiritual walk? How's your journey going? How are you doing? See, that's something... I can't look at you. You look good. You look on a Sunday morning. You look like you got it together. You're, you're here. You're praising. You're singing. You're, you're doing what everybody else is doing. But really only you know where you're at. Lord knows where you're at. Lord sees you. He walks with you. At the beginning of the year, I, I challenged. You know, consistency is one of the most difficult parts of the Christian journey that we're all on. Is staying consistent at it. I mean, it's easy to be consistent at, I mean, it's interesting, actually, it's, it's easy to be consistent at things we don't even enjoy. I mean, don't you, how many of you guys over here just straight up love school? Anybody? But guess what, you showed up, didn't you? Day in and day out, you were there. I mean, you drugged them old bones out of bed one more time. How many of you just straight up, I love my job, I love it. Good job, Casey. rest of you, I mean, he's with me. But the rest of you are like, you know, have you ever, you know, you think about the greener grass on the other side of the fence. You've contemplated that greener grass. You've talked to friends who may be over there. You, you've experimented. You've said, you know what, it'd be so awesome if I was just there. And, but you know what, every day you wake up for some reason and you just get up and you go back to work. 
We just do that. How are you in this? See, it's easy to, even we don't, we don't like it. We don't even like the people we work with, some of us. You know what I mean? You know exactly, some of you, and I don't know where you're even at. That's why Casey raised his hand. He, he likes the people he works with. But some of you don't even like the folks you're with, and you know what, you still go. I'm asking you, how are you doing in this spiritual stuff? How are you doing in this stuff that really matters? This eternal stuff. The first of the year, I challenged the church, the body, that we're going to be consistent. We're going to, we're going to help and try to encourage one another to, to walk in a manner worthy of the name of Jesus. And, and look over in Galatians chapter 6, beginning in verse 9. Says, let us let us not lose heart in doing good. For in due time you will reap if we don't grow weary. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people and especially to those who are of the household of faith. I challenged the room, I challenged every person that was here. Look, don't stop. Don't stop growing. Don't stop becoming. Don't stop being made. Don't stop staying in the Word. Let me ask you, how's your Bible reading coming? Uh, we probably ought to be doing it more, but how is it coming? How's your prayer life? How is it? I, I, you're not having to answer the question, but in your spirit, you have to give yourself some sort of grave. Well, I'm really not where I ought to be. I'm really not in the place I ought to be. Or for some. For some, you know what, preacher, I ain't, I ain't read this much in my entire life. I ain't walked this close to the Lord in a very long time, and that's okay. Praise God for that. You know, I haven't prayed like this. I haven't studied like this. I haven't, have I haven't hungered and thirsted for Him like this in a very long time. And, and you know what? It is sweet. Where are you on those two? Is it a struggle? Go, go over to um, Ephesians, chapter, Ephesians chapter 2. How are you doing in your spiritual journey? Are you growing? I was looking at the guitar. We got that for graduation and for VBS. And notice the strings. I was standing back there. And actually, I went and watched this first sermon during Sunday school. And I noticed those strings. You know what those strings are doing? They're, they're growing. They're, they're, they're going up. Let's say, let me, let me ask you a question. If that's where you walked in, in in January the 2nd and the 9th and all those weeks when I was talking about this. If that's where you were that day, here's the deal. That's where you were on your spiritual journey. Are you doing like those strings? Are you growing? Are you becoming? Are you being made? Let's say, okay, let's say this is May. Look at what, look at what you have. No, it may not be a big leap, but you know what? You're not where you were. You, you're sort of coming on up. Lord, I'm, it's the process of being made in the image of Christ. Guys, that's our goal. Is we don't want to stay flat. 
We don't want to continue to just kind of go through the motions. No, we want, to, we want to not be who we were yesterday. We want to be made. We want to grow closer. That's why we study to show ourselves approved. That's why we hunger. That's why when we talked last week, when we're talking about Proverbs, and, and we search for wisdom as a treasure, we go hungering for God. We, we dig in the Word. How are you doing with that? How are you doing with that? Look at Ephesians 2 verse 10. Look what the Bible says about you. If you're a Christian in here today, if you're a Christian, if you've been brought from death to life, if you've trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior, if, if Jesus is your all, if He's everything that you have, Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, and then there's going to be a judgment. And at that moment, it doesn't matter what your title is, how much money you have. It doesn't matter how big your aunt bed is. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. It matters with what you did with Jesus. If you say, preacher, I've trusted Christ to be my Savior. He is my all. You know what the Bible says about you? It says for him, we are his workmanship. You know what another word for that? We're his masterpiece. You ever feel like a masterpiece? You're like, well, that hip don't really feel like a masterpiece right now. Or that knee or that shoulder. Eye. Yeah, that old elbow. You know, it don't really feel like a masterpiece. It don't matter how you feel, it's who you are in Christ. The Bible says, for we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. You and I, every single one of us, if you're a Christian, God's got a purpose for you still being here. God's not finished with you. God's not finished with your growing. God's not, God, there, there's no point on that line to where it just kind of, it doesn't flatten out. No, it doesn't stop becoming more and more Christ-like. No, it continues to grow. We continue to be made into the image of God. But it takes something. It takes you and I. Remember, remember, we talked about it a lot. We've been reading through the Bible. We as a church, whether, whether you're reading through the, the reading plan we're doing or whether you're studying just a book of the Bible or you're reading through it chronologically, pick a different way. I mean, my prayer is that you're in it. Are you in it? Or are you just pick it up on Sunday, maybe Wednesday? We've been studying... Solomon, and Solomon could have asked for anything. Remember last week, what did he ask for? He asked for wisdom. And God gave him that which he requested. And God gave him insight. He gave him discernment. He, he was able to look at situations through God's eyes. From God's perspective, he was able to look. And he was able to rule. And God gave him a warning. He's like, that two-letter word, if. If. If you'll continue to follow me, if you'll continue to seek me, if you don't turn from the left or to the right, if you'll continue to walk in my way, then I will bless you. You'll always have an heir on the throne. And we know what happens. Church, imagine. Imagine. When did you get saved? I got saved at nine. 
When did you get saved? I'm 45 now, 9, I've been growing. You know, I ought to be, those strings, if that was 9, and that's, I would hope, I hope, I've, I'm being here, I hope, but, but here's the deal, there's, there's dips in my life, there's, there's down times where I got away, and we all do that, but can you imagine what God wants to do with all of us? We're His masterpiece. There's not one of you that, here's the deal, there's not one of you that God wants to have any more than the rest. He's given us everything. He's lavished His goodness. He's given us His Word. He's given us prayer. He's given us His Spirit. He's given us everything. Where are you? Guys, there's an enemy. There's an enemy that don't stop. There's some of you out there saying, you know, preacher, I... You know, if I'm honest with myself, I, I really ain't far up the whole string. I really ain't far up the whole guitar there. I know I ought to be further along. I just really am not where I ought to be. I know I shouldn't. And in my heart, I'm convicted. and I'm, I know I'm not where I ought to be. I know I don't read like I should. I know I don't pray like I should. I know I don't love like I should. I know I don't. And Lord, I want to be better. I, I know that. Guys, let me tell you something. The enemy is not going to stop. The enemy's going to continue to throw distraction after distraction. He's going to continue to throw life. I use these balloons the first sermon. These, these balloons look like life. Just a random mess of, of colors and angles and shapes. We got big polka dotted. This is a big polka dotted day right here. This is a day when life is going really wild. You ever had that day? You ever had the big black polka dotted day? And you know what it's followed by? A little old bitty blah. Not bad, just a little bitty blah day. You ever had a little bitty blah day? And then another day and another day. Chasing this crazy life. It's just wild. It's just all over the place. If you're not careful... If we're not careful, if we take our eyes off the truth and we take our eyes off the enemy and we take our eyes off the battle, if we allow ourselves to slip and to drift, we'll get so caught up into the useless things and the useless pursuits and passions that Satan throws out in front of us and says, this is so important. We're going into summer. Uh, we're going into summer. This this summer is it's busy. Y'all got a busy summer? Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we can always get through the busy summer? And have you ever is this the first busy summer you've ever had? No. But it's getting crazier, right? That's what we say. We always say this is the worst one yet. Chase here, we chase there, and we run all over the place. I explained earlier. Y'all remember Stretch Armstrong? Some of you, Stretch Armstrong. This is what parents, we had him when he was a kid. He was a little stretchy man. You'd pull him a long, long, long way. He, you could stretch all over the place. This is what we, a lot of parents do. They, they play this thing, and they get to 47 different events in one day. We get to a hundred different things and we're running and we're going and we're at a hundred miles an hour. You know why? Because we got to get our kids there. We got to get our kids there. The devil ain't going to stop. Kids ain't bad. 
What does that matter eternally, though? What are we teaching them? What are we explaining to them? That old book. I'm asked the question, how's your Bible study life? We can play Stretch Armstrong and we can get to everything imaginable. And be on time because God forbid, if they're late, here's the deal, if they're late, they'll have to run. If they're late, they may not get to start. If they're late, why are they so in a hurry so a coach will see them and... Listen, the coach should know it ain't the kids getting them there on time. It's the parents. The parents, we should all be starters, not the kids. We got them there on time, not them little jokers. How foolish. How much effort? Compare Stretch Armstrong life to the effort we put into this. How's your walk? Life's going 100 miles an hour and we're chasing everything. We're chasing fleeting things. We're building. We're building what? We're not going to get to heaven and God say, well, tell me how much money you had in your bank account. We're not going to get to heaven and God say, well, tell me how big your house was or tell me what cars you drove or tell me what degrees you had or tell me. God doesn't care. You know what God cares about? How obedient you were to him. But you know what? The devil. The devil. There's the deal. The devil has us running. A hundred miles an hour. We're, we're, we're passing. Husbands and wives are passing. And repassing. We're just flying. I mean we're going. We're here and there. We're doing. And God's word is just there. I know I need to get to you. I know I need to study. I know I need to pray. But I got to go. Because I'm, I'm doing something. Guys. The devil is not sitting. He's not clocking out. He's not going to stop. He's going to continue day in and day out having us chasing useless things. And here's the deal. We're not growing. We're not becoming. We're not being made. It's not even a thought. I'm just making it through life. I'm trying to get ahead because there's a bad day and another bad day. There you are. And we're so wore out. We're so tired. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? In that rat race, in that monotony, Is he a priority? Is he? Preacher was mean to me today. I'm just asking the question. It ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. If. If 
Look over at Proverbs chapter 2. If. Verse 3. For if you cry for discernment and lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, guys, if we pursued the Lord like we pursue fleeting useless things the Bible says then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God I'm not saying what's bad or good I'm just telling you in comparison if anything we're doing trumps what God would have us to do if anything we're doing is robbing him of glory if anything we're doing is not putting him in the right priority and right position and right place in our lives then it is not right I know I ought to be reading more preaching I know I should pray more I know I should probably love more I know I should but, but I'm just what what and here's the thing I don't think the devil will ever run out of filling in that gap with something. There's a war. There's a war that's raging in the seats of each one of us. Me, y'all, all of us. Devil don't like us. Devil hates me right now. Oh, he is ticked. He don't like me. And, and here's the deal. He, he don't like you because you're, you're sitting there and your spirit inside of you is saying, uh, Hey, you. Hey, you. Wake up! Hey, hey you, wake up! By now, I saved you here. By now you should probably be somewhere way on up there. And instead, you're not growing like I saved you to grow. You're not being who I saved you to be. Why? Because there's a war and the enemy knows it. The enemy don't want us to become in the image of Christ. He don't want us to repent. He don't want us. What he wants us to do is, look, you keep doing what you want to do. There's a battle that rages every day, and it's me. What me want to do, what me schedule is, what me likes, what what makes me feel good. He says, search for me. He says, surrender to me. Lord God, I don't have all the answers. Lord, what do you want me to do? Morning, Jesus. Where do you want me to go today? Morning, Lord. Help me to live for you. Morning, God. Help me to surrender to you. God, I I thank you for a good night's sleep. I thank you for a good day. And God, I look forward to what you're about to do. God, Use me, Lord. There's a war. You're his masterpiece. You're his masterpiece. You can't see it from here. Actually, you can see it on the screen. Those watching, 
Pretty neat. There's a red line right up here. They got their play or skid and all that going on. There's a solid red line. You know what I'm talking about. There's just a red, solid piece of red tape. Such a contrast to this. Such a contrast to the busyness and the variety and all the distractions of that is, is this one simple line of, Lord, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing today. He says, you ain't got to, trust me. Lord, I, I, I messed up and, and I'm, not, I'm not growing like I've ought to and Lord, I repent. Lord, that's okay. I love you anyway. Just simply trust me. God, I've wasted a lot of time. That's okay. I'm gracious. Trust me. Lord, I, I want to walk in obedience to you. Okay, just simply follow and trust me. Guys, there is a way that seems right in the eyes of man that leads to destruction. But Jesus says, take my yoke. It is easy. How's your walk going? Consistency is the, is the struggle. Consistency is the struggle. I hear you, preacher. I know I ought to. But what? I know I should, but, but what? Preacher, you're right. That, that's, that's me. That's a good picture. Or that's a good picture of where I ought to be. But that's, you got me pegged, preacher. That's my life. How's your walk? Hey, masterpiece. Hey, masterpiece. How's your walk? Only you can answer that. You know I am. Uh, you know what grace is? We got all those different definitions we like to use. You know what grace is? 20 weeks ago, I stood up and we talked about, I started talking about consistency. And we looked at Galatians chapter 6. We actually bounced over here. We looked at different things. That was 20 weeks ago. You know what grace is? We're still here today. Lord, forgive me. Splash. Lord, I'll never do it again. Splash. Lord, I'm so sorry. Splash. 20 weeks. You know what grace is? We're sitting here. You're sitting here. You're sitting here. Examine. Examine our hearts. Guys, the battle is real. Distractions are many. The war is so real. If you could pull out that sheet of paper and write. If I could just be. If I could be. What God saved me to be. It looked like this. This is what I would be doing. This is how I would be living. This is how I would be serving. This is how I would be. If. If. Lord, 
Here we sit. 20 weeks into 2022. 2021 weeks into 2022. And Lord, uh, you're gracious. You're, you're merciful. God, we're all on a journey. We're all, we have that book. We have your spirit. We have the ability to pray. We have, we have your promises, Lord. We're your masterpieces. We're your sons. We're your daughters. We're your children, Lord. God, you, you didn't save us to stay in one spot. You saved us to, to go and we were created for good works that you prepared beforehand that we just go walk in them. Lord, you have, you have a life, days already planned out. But God, we got to surrender. We got to submit. We got to, we got to just simply listen. Lord, I don't know where this room is. There may be those in this room right now that, God, they've never walked so close to you as they have. God, they are studying. They are hungering. They are praying. They are pursuing. They are, they are God, you are lavishing. You are, you are protecting them. There's hedges around your children, around this room that are Satan can't get nowhere near them, Lord. And we praise you for that. But God, if there's just maybe one... I don't know, this, this probably didn't fit, but one person in this whole room, this whole message could have been for just one person, Lord, I pray that that one person heard it, but God, I believe there's probably more. There's probably more. God, don't let us waste our life. Don't let us, in Jesus' name, amen.